Today is Thursday, July 6, 2023. My name is Daniel. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Geeky Gay. This is the show where Adam talks about his life five days a week. And you listen. Today, kind of the same, guys. You know, I didn't think about this at the beginning of the week, but I don't really have a lot of uh, you know, changes to make to the opening. I th- There's this one setting on my headphone amp where below which I can can hear myself, but not great, but then above which I sound much better. So that's what I was reaching for there. Because unlike Adam, my mixer is over to the side. So I have to reach over to the side to make these adjustments uh, instead of, uh, you know, doing them right in front of me and everything. Because, you know, Adam has that big fancy studio, the $10 million studio that he has there. I just, I just have some Ikea furniture slapped together, you know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a hashtag 1% is what I'm trying to say. Speaking of the hashtag 1%, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about this whole grimace meme that has been happening. Uh, if you are unaware of what it is, we talked about it on Mix Minus this past week, which the, uh, the, the recording of that just hit the stream yesterday. So if you haven't heard this week's Mix Minus, uh, go and listen to that. My partner, Zach, we talk a little bit about the, the grimace shake trend. Uh, McDonald's had a birthday meal for Grimace that ran through the month of June and some very creative kids on TikTok would take the Grimace shake, sip from it, and then something bad would happen. And it was up to the individual creator as to what that bad thing that's happened. And some of them got very, uh, you know, creative with it. And it was a really kind of a fun trend, but it, like a lot of internet memes, it happened really fast and it happened, uh, uh, you know, uh, widely, <laughs> virally, you might even say. So for a couple of days, everything on TikTok, not everything, but a lot of things on TikTok were this grimace uh, trend. And then like everything, these fucking one percenters got to ruin it because then you have Courtney Cox who shows up long after everyone's done doing the grimace trend. Courtney Cox shows up with her, you know, special effects budget and makes her dog get really big after the, uh, drinking the grimace shake and of course the news media has to like jump into that and go the courtney cox just won the internet with her grimace it's like no we were tired of the grimace trend already for fuck's sakes we were already done with it and now you're you're in here like trying to drag us back into it it's not going to happen and then today i noticed hgtv puts out a uh, a message on threads the new instagram messaging system it's like we've got tips on how to remove grimace shake stains from the carpet like get get over yourselves brands you know some things are just for us not not everything that goes viral has to be something for you to fucking market to us with uh so just get over yourselves already i feel i feel like i don't know the the longer that i go into the week of doing geeky gay the angrier i get i'm just like each show now is just me bitching about things and uh, that's probably not exactly what adam wants i'm tarnishing adam's brand is what i'm trying to say by doing that uh Clicking on the comments here from yesterday, yes, yesterday's from yesterday's show. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with it. It's like Trump, right? I'm just gonna go like yesterday and yesterday's show. Uh, Gary in Portland says, uh, Daniel, thanks for being geeky gay this week. I've enjoyed your nattering. Now that that you're gonna say you've already read that comment from Gary. No, Gary made that comment again. So I just wanted to let you know I'm not repeating myself. That is a new comment, even though the content is very, very similar to the first. Uh, also, Michael in San Diego chiming in here. Also, I agree, Daniel. Thanks for filling in on that daggum geeky gay show. Uh, because 
If you know anything about Adam Burns, he's got a daggum mouth on him, that boy. Um, and uh, that's, that's I, don't, I don't even know what that, that means. <laughs> so I was, I was scrolling through the internet news stories yesterday, and I, I happened across this crazy uh, headline. We have this thing in our house where we like to talk about the headlines of, of, of stuff. And it, it all boils back down to this old Wheezy Waiter video where he made a cute little song about a headline is not an article, a tweet is not an article. Um, you know, the headlines can be very misleading on what's actually in the actual article. And so we always make that distinction of whether we just read the headline or whether we actually read the article. But this headline jumped out at me here. Bud Light won't like this map that shows the most popular 4th of July beers by state. And, uh, of course this is hearkening back to the earlier show this week when I talked about how everybody hates Bud Light. And of course there's a lot of people out there that are just taking delight in the, uh, the, the lackluster sales that Bud Light is experiencing stuff. So this, this particular article goes on to say that, uh, we, uh, took, uh, you know, this, 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 um, this survey this cookoutnews.com took a survey and they put together a map showing the most popular beers by state for the 4th of July. Uh, and, uh, here's the thing. It's, it lists five different beers that are popular across the, uh, 50 United States. Um, and, uh, they're, they're, they're crowing. This is a, is a huge blow to Anheuser-Busch. So Modelo Especial is the most popular beer. It is popular in 12 states for the 4th of July. So the entire South, except for Georgia, uh, and all the way out to California, just along the bottom section of the United States there, and and also Hawaii, Modelo Especial is the number one beer for uh, 4th of July. Michelob Ultra is uh, in eight states the most popular bill beer so like Oregon and Washington state uh South Dakota North Dakota I don't know what that state is I think that's Kentucky and Illinois uh no Kentucky and Tennessee no that's Tennessee there I don't know what's next is that Arkansas I think that's Arkansas um anyway uh I'm a product of the American school system I don't actually recognize <laughs> what the shapes of states are eight states had Michelob Ultra 12 states had Modelo as their most popular beer uh, 11 states claimed Miller Lite, and eight states claimed Yingling, and eight states also, uh, like I said before, claimed uh, Michelob. What did I miss? Oh, 11 states for Coors Light. Wow, I'm just butchering this, aren't I? This is an audio podcast, and I've just I've completely lost it. But here, let me, let me make the point that I wanted to make. Modelo Especial is, uh, if we go over that really quick, Modelo Especial, if we just head to the Wikipedia page for that really quick, quickly. Um, we will see that it is uh, is a Grupo Modelo is a large brewery in Mexico that exports beer to most countries of the world. Now, here's the thing: uh, its export brands include Corona, Modelo, and Pacifico. You've heard of all these uh, beers probably before, maybe not Modelo, but certainly you've heard of Modelo. Here's the thing: in 2008, Anheuser Busch bought them, so. I don't know why Bud Light would be sad, not why Anheuser-Busch, the, the Anheuser-Busch, the parent company of Bud Light would be sad. We're just switching beers, right? And it's like, we're pissed off at Bud Light, so now we're just switching to another one of their beers. So from a grand scheme of things, 
uh, InBev, which is the Anheuser-Busch parent company, is making the same money that they were before. Uh, probably a little bit more because it sounds like Modelo Especial is going to cost a little bit more than Bud's L- Bud Light. Uh, also, I'd like to point out that uh, Michelob Ultra is also an Anheuser-Busch product. So that's 20 states total if you add the 12 and the 8 there for Michelob Ultra and Modelo Especial. Uh, Coors Light and Miller Light are both products of the Molson Coors Company. So that's 22 for Molson Coors and uh, 20 for Anheuser-Busch. The only independent on there is Yingling. Yingling is actually owned by some dude named Yingling. So it's just, uh, I don't know why people don't just take the effort to just do a a small little, it wasn't even hidden in the Wikipedia about Modelo Especial. Like when you look at the Wikipedia page for Grupo Modelo, which is where you end up if you just do a Google search for Modelo Especial. It's in the second paragraph, the first sentence of the second paragraph. On June 12th, 2008, the Wall Street Journal stated that Anheuser-Busch InBev, which owned a non-controlling 50% stake in the company, uh, acquired the remaining 50%. There you go. It's like, why? Didn't you have to look that far to realize that it's still an Anheuser-Busch property? Uh, so there you go. I just thought they would. Yeah, take that. Take that, Bud Light. I'm going to go. Again. I'm defaulting to a Southern accent to indicate someone who is stupid. And that is not my intention. I just, am no, you know what? Uh, Auntie Scott is going to be co-hosting with me on the mix this week. And I'm going to, I'm going to put this on the list to talk to, uh, I'm going to get some advice from a professional voice actor of what kind of crazy voice I can use to indicate stupid people. That is not a Southern accent. So uh, we'll see what, what that is. Hey, and if you, if you want to hear that conversation, you can always, Tune in to Pride 48 live on Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern time because that's where we stream the mix. Of course, it will it will hit the regular feeds uh, after that uh, within a few days. And of course, you can get it wherever fine podcasts are served. <sighs> All right. I saw this other story today and uh, the headline threw me. So I had to read the article. Here's the headline. This is from The Advocate. George Santos shocked at Ron DeSantis' homophobia. He says he was misled. Now, how can anyone be, mis- you know, like shocked at Ron DeSantis' homophobia? It's not like he hides it. It's not like Ron DeSantis hid his homophobia. Right? It's like he has passed the don't say gay bill here in Florida. He's like buffaloed through a bunch of uh, anti-trans legislations with his uh, cronies in the legislature here. It's like, there's, there's no question that Ron DeSantis is homophobic, right? That's, that's not, it shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. That would be like, uh, if I could just give you an alternate headline here, George Santos, George Santos shocked that Ron DeSantis is a Republican, right? Like, how, how are you shocked by this? Also, why the fuck do we care what George Santos thinks or says? Like, uh, this man has been indicted uh, for, let's see, I need to get down to his actual uh, charges here. Uh, George Santos has was indicted by a grand jury, seven counts of wire fraud, three counts of money laundering, two counts of making materially false statements to the U.S. House, and one count of theft of public funds. Now, I get it. Like, he's indicted. He hasn't been uh, uh, prosecuted on this yet. But that's a lot of shit to indict somebody from a grand jury on uh, to, for there to be nothing, for there to be no there there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think he did make an appearance in court yesterday, and uh, the the next court date is going to be somewhere in September. And I think all he did yesterday was just plead uh, not guilty to the 
those things. I don't know. I didn't read that story. So that's just me. This is, this is, this is, this is a statement that I am making solely for Drew, solely for Drew O'Brien, who thinks that sometimes I talk out of my butt. Uh, I don't know that he just pleaded non-guilty for a fact. I'm just guessing that. Okay, Drew? So that was not me saying that it was a definite fact. That's just me assuming that that is what's happened. That's what we like to do on this show when I'm filling in is talk to individual listeners. That's that's how we uh, get things. No, I know. As soon as I said that, Auntie Scott's like, hey, he doesn't listen. And B, it's me that says you talk out of the ass, not him. Right? So uh, I feel like either way. The message was delivered. Uh, now I have to get back to my list here. So George Santos, George Santos, Ron DeSantis, um, just, I don't know. They're, they're, they deserve each other, right? I feel like uh, that is the modern Republican Party right there. That, those are your, 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 your beacons of your modern Republican Party. Uh, George Santos, Ron DeSantis, and uh, couldn't happen to a nicer group of people. Uh, and then finally today, I want to talk about Instagram threads. For those of you uh, who listened to yesterday's show, I made a brief mention that they were going to be launching that today. And of course they did, because that's what they do when they say they're going to. Uh, I took a look at it today. It's kind of cool. Uh, I got to say, I'm, I'm kind of digging threads. Uh, I don't know that uh, I'm going to stick around there forever, but uh, for now, it seems like it's a really fun place. It's very easy to use. Uh, it's not complicated or confusing whatsoever. Uh, you get to see, you know, what normally would be like tweets. There's a lot of features that were extra that aren't built in yet, like the ability to filter down your feed to just certain types of people or to, uh, I don't know, like search for hashtags and things like that. But they've said on their uh, on their blog that, hey, this is just the first version of this and we've got all these extra features we are working on and they're coming along and they're they're going to be added into the uh, into the uh program over the next few months. Uh, additionally, they're going, like I told you yesterday, into the Fediverse, which means that you're going to be able to see them on uh, Mastodon and interact with folks on Mastodon, which would be a great thing. So if you haven't checked it out yet, check out Instagram threads. It is not available on the web. It is only available on mobile. So uh, there's an Instagram threads app on both the iOS store as well as the Android store. So check that out if you want to uh check out the threads you can talk to me there by the way if you want to follow me there my it's you it's your instagram account is what your username ends up being so my instagram account is disney dog lover which is d-a-w-g because i'm hip like that so uh disney dog lover that would be me and yeah and say hi to me over there on uh, on the threads and i'll, I'll i don't know, i'll wave back or, or something like that all right uh, one more day left of this fill-in thing. That's going to be tomorrow, uh, Friday. Friday. Wait, that's not that burns. That's Big Fatty. Anyway, uh, let's see. I've done all that. I've done all that. I've. I feel like I haven't been telling you what the days are each day, but that's an Adam Burns thing. That's not really anything. So, in in the sake of keeping this show under fifteen minutes or sixteen minutes, like I have been trying to do, that's all I'm going to say. So I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye, everyone.
This show is part of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.